0: Hey, hey, hey everyone. Welcome back to all that and then Song with Dawana. This is Dewana and um, today I want to talk about vision boards. Yes, vision boards. I remember seeing people do vision boards and being like, that is like the most dumbest thing in the world to cut up a bunch of pictures from a magazine and put them on a freaking poster board. Like, what does that do? Like, seriously, that was my mentality, but I woke up one day, I think it was January 2nd, I don't even know if I talked about this already, but I'm talking about it again, um, I woke up one day, January 2nd, and God laid it in my heart, I need you to go ahead and do a poster board by yourself, like, sit down and do one, I was like, what, like, what the heck am I going to do a poster board, like, a vision board. Like, what is that? That ain't even me. Like, I'm from the streets. I don't know. I don't... You know, when I when I say that, I don't mean it like... I, I, it's not a proud thing. It's just the fact that I never imagined in my life I was a girl that was, you know, I used to leave work and drive around the corner and down the back aisles freaking popping pills. Cutting them up and sniffing them up my nose. You understand? So... I never in a million years thought that I would be somebody sitting on the floor in my room cutting out pictures and and sayings and put them on a poster board of things that I want to emulate for the year of 2018, but I did it, and I have it hanging up right above my um, TV, and I look at it every day, Um, and I really like some of the stuff on it. like Some of the sayings are "Own it. glow love all you need is love confidence now making the cut real strength the liberation oh my gosh that right there speaks to me the liberation the liberation of me lord have mercy that's a long road um but this this past Saturday I went to my first actual vision board party and let me tell you something I had a lot of fun it really I, I really did and this vision board that I did was all about my new baby I talked about it they are ready to talk about it and I, I explained that I have four kids they're my babies but God um God blessed me uh, gave me a vision and blessed me with a new baby and that's all that and then some um, what it is is I just want to be able to talk to girls teenagers, young women, older women, and tell them, I've been where you're at. And um, you don't always got to stay there. You won't always be there if you just keep pushing. And I just want to be a voice for someone who who doesn't have that voice. I want to be the voice that I didn't have when I was in the streets. I want to be the voice that I didn't have when I was getting molested when I was five years old. I want to be the voice that I didn't have when I was doing lines of coke and and drinking myself stupid. I want to be the voice that I didn't have that was out there. Hanging with my kids like they were my best friends. You know, instead of being a mother figure, I was being a friend figure. I want to be the voice. I want to be that person to talk to that girl, that young woman, or that even older woman who who's doing those things and saying, it's not too late, you know. And um, he's just blessed me with this vision. And it, I've put it out there everywhere. And... I'm so excited to see where it's going to take me and my healing process and, and my journey of self-love because the more I talk and the more I share, want to share stories, he keeps blessing me with stories I don't even remember. <laughs> you know what I mean? He keeps blessing me with stories that I don't even remember. I, I know I was talking to somebody about... Um, if we have never been in a physically abusive relationship, people don't understand what it's like to be in an abusive relationship. You know, people always like to ask, "Why don't they leave?" You know, "Why don't Why don't they just leave?" It's It's not that easy. Number one, you love the person. You You really love them. Yeah. So you um really love the person, and sometimes. It's scarier to leave because you don't know what you're gonna get next. You know what I mean? You you really don't know what you want to get next. But I'm not. I'm not Philly talking about that. uh, I don't want to go there tonight because I might end up tearing up or something. And I don't want to tear up. I want this to be a happy, a happy, happy one. I want to talk about how I got the name. All that and then some. Let's go there. We'll get into the deep stuff later on down the line. I ain't ready for that yet. Not today. Um, But I did want to talk about this. So, all that and then some. uh, I I like to say it like this. I'm all that and then some. You know what I mean? Hey, it ain't nothing wrong with that. We need to learn how to exude self-confidence. Ourselves, you know, that confidence. Now we need to learn how to have it, but I got it because I was a diehard Tri Call Quest fan and I love myself some Fife Dog RIP to Fife Dog, you little brown eyed, dark skinned chocolate little something something. Mm. Yes, I was in love with him. In fact, I was so in love with him back when I was like 18, 19. No six i don't know how old i was it was my early years like 18 19 something like that i went to a tribe called quest concert at the college right And I swear when he was up there on stage, I swear he was looking at me like because he had those light brown eyes. So I was like, oh, my God, Fife Dog is looking at me. Oh, my God, y'all, I'm going home with him tonight. And I had brought my little cousins. So my little cousins, one is three years younger than me and one is five years. So if I'm like, say I'm 18, they weren't nothing but 15 and freaking freaking like 13. I had them with me, okay? Yeah, so when I get to the end of the story, you're going to see just how trifling I was. But I love Fife, dog. Okay, so after the concert, me and my best friend. Hey, best friend. Hey, you know who you are. I ain't going to call you out because I don't know if you want me to say your name. Even though you didn't do nothing wrong, it was me. I was the bad person in this situation. Um, But we found out what hotel they were in, right? So I called myself... Somehow we ended up in Black Moon's um, hotel. Now, that was Who Got the Props? Who Got the Props? 550, Easily in Buckshot. That's the song they sang. Y'all don't know nothing, don't know nothing about that. But um, we ended up in their room and they kept saying Tri Crest Crust was coming there. And I, you know, so we sat around there for a couple of hours and I started talking to one of the guys. I don't even remember which one it was, to tell you the truth. Which one was it? Who cares? Anyway, I started talking to one of the guys, and we ended up leaving. I told my, I told my cousins, I told my best friend, I'll be back. And um, I didn't come back for like three three hours. <laughs> I didn't come back for like three hours. I left him in the room. We're total strangers. Left my little cousins. Just left them to fend for themselves. You know what? What kind of cousin was I? I was a trifling cousin, but you don't need to know the uh, idiosyncrasies and all the stuff that went in that three hour time span, but I came back. And I still sat around there thinking that Fife Dog was going to come. And then I, I pretty much got in my head, yeah, he's not showing up. But I loved him. And so he had the one song, here we go, yo, here we go, yo. So what, so what, so what's the scenario? So um, that was my song. And he had a line that said, I'm all that. And then some short, dark, uh, no, short, dog and handsome. He said some other stuff I ain't going to say. But, yeah, for some reason, when God placed this in my heart, that was what came up. You're all that and then some. And for so long in my life, I never thought I was, I, I always thought I was nothing. I thought I was the black sheep of the family. I was really smart. I felt like I had a lot of pressure to do things um, to be the best because maybe somebody else in my family couldn't do the things that I was um, able to do so I felt like I was pushed into some things that I didn't want to do so I um I just did the opposite you know what I mean I just rebelled pretty much and for the longest time I I never thought I was anything so for that coming in my head I'm all that and then some that's some powerful words that's some powerful words to say and mean it and sometimes I don't feel it I'm gonna be honest Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't be feeling like that. <laughs> a lot of the times I don't be feeling like I'm all that and then some. But I know that I am. And that's the difference. That is the difference. I mean, you talking to a girl who let me I mean, I could break it down from the beginning, but let me just give you one little it'sy bitsy thing. I went away to college, you know, I got scholarships. Um, now I can tell you this story. Um, I had to for a scholarship i had to like read i i still have problems with talking to people like groups of people without being like mega mega nervous but when i was younger i used to be mega 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 nervous crying didn't want to do it shaking whole body shaking all that so my mom signed me up for the scholarship at some church and we had to write about i think a president or somebody that might have influenced you or something Which I could do that. I did that fine. But we had to memorize the speech that we wrote. And say it in front of the whole congregation. Okay. Now. When I did this. I did this. Sometime in the spring. Of 1992. And I was pregnant. Okay. So I was pregnant. Before I graduated from high school and so I had that going on nobody knew I don't like talking in front of people got out there the other the first two people went out there killed it they killed it I got up there looked around and ran right back out crying didn't do it couldn't do it Um, that was that mentality that was that that uh, lack of self-confidence that lack of self-love and then turn around Lost that baby, graduated, went away to Hampton University, came back home, um, ran after my baby, my, my baby dad like a hawk. I didn't want him messing with nobody else, even though he was already messing with other people. Got pregnant um, by him. Um, Thanksgiving weekend, went back to school, and when I tell you I didn't do anything for the rest of the time I was there, Um, I flunked out my first semester. They put me on academic probation. Um, I went back, and the only class I went to was a class that they put you in to help you with your other classes. I like to tell people my classes were breakfast, lunch, and dinner, because I was eating for two. You understand me? And I came home in May, six months pregnant, told my mom two weeks later I was six months pregnant three months later I had my son um never in a million years what I think some 24 years later here I am stronger because of that you know that's the, the I have a whole lot of stories from my Hampton days you understand me I never smoked I used to hang in New Jersey with all kind of people Walking from one part of the project to the next. Never smoked weed in my life. Went away to Hampton University with all these high school biddies. Smoked weed. Became a weed. Became a weed head overnight. You understand me? Um, I smoked weed when I was pregnant with my son. You know, I'll admit it. I, yeah, um, that lack of self, that lack of self-love, that that, you know, that non-confident. That girl who looked in the mirror and still saw that five-year-old girl getting, you know, getting touched places she didn't want to get touched, getting told she's going to get beat. Is she telling anybody? You know, all those things was always in my head. Even if it was deep down, subconsciously, it was there, you know. But I'm here to say... You can change. I changed. I'm still changing. Um, I'm still elevating. I'm still uh, resuscitating myself every once and again. I have to resuscitate myself and be like, don't want to get your together. Because you all that and then some. Damn it. Because <laughs> ain't nobody else going to tell me. I don't need nobody else to tell me. That's that's one thing us as women have to get out of. We need to have uh, somebody tell us we look good, we sound good, we're doing good. We need to learn how to tell our ourselves that. Girl, you look good. Girl, you're doing a good work. You're doing a good job, girl. You know what I mean? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. So that's what I'm here to do. We're going I'm gonna uplift we're gonna uplift each other um so I believe that's gonna be it for tonight I need to um write that stuff down like I told you the good things and the bad things I'm gonna go ahead and do that I, I was serious but um I think next week I want to actually get really for real started um and I want to talk about daddies. Let's talk about daddies. Talk about my daddy. And how that might have shaped the perception I have of myself or a lack of perception I have of myself. So that would be interesting. I might, I might cry. I just might cry. I'm gonna laugh. But dang it, I may I may cry. But that's okay. Cause crying brings healing. And that's all I'm about. I'm all about healing. I'm all about pushing myself past. I've gotta be transparent. This is a very transparent walk for me. And um I gotta get out get out my bubble of trying to be general about things in my life. I need to just go ahead, dig deep, and just talk about it and get it out and move on. And close that door. You know what I mean? Because that door that I'm closing might be a door that somebody's still in and trying to open and get out of. And they need to hear those words. So, yeah. We're going to talk about daddies. And I love the fact that I see all these young men nowadays um, with their babies, taking care of their babies. They're not babysitting their babies. They're just taking care of their babies, taking care of their youngins because they love them. And they don't want to say... These, this world take advantage of them any type of way. Especially men with their daughters. Oh, I love it. I love seeing a baby. Like, I love seeing my goddaughter um, when she sees her daddy, she runs and, you know, she's a little bit bow-legged. So she runs with her little wobbly legs over there. And he picks her up and he's like, hey, chunk, chunk. And I'm like, oh my god. Like, that I would love to have seen that from my daughter with her dad. But, you know, that's next week. Um, so, tune in. Tune in. Tune in. Go ahead and um follow. Um, tag some friends you think might like it. And come on back to all that and then some. We got some work to do, ladies. I got some work to do, ladies. So, let's get to work. Alright? Till next time. Remember, you're all that and then some, okay? Yeah.